the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. They use it to push a far-left political agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but is destroying and damaging our culture. Based on faulty premises. How did this happen? And I just think it's, again, it's a part of the decline of all things that were once rather sacred, but we ha- we are having our young people absolutely indoctrinated in both public education and higher education. Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction. God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible and you might not see green for many years. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles at the American Family Association blog, The Stand, on lifesitenews.com, on wnd.com, and elsewhere out on the web, and to be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Today, we are going to listen to excerpts from a video interview that was done of me, Linda Harvey, by John Euler, who is a great resource. He is the head of Predator Watch. He's a counselor. And you can find a link to the video on our website. But we're going to listen to to part one of this interview today and part two on a future radio show. And the reason is because John Euler enhanced his interview with me by including all kinds of clips that really illustrate the fight we are in to defend our children and truly what Mission America is all about. So here is the interview of me, Linda Harvey, done by John Euler. In this day of cancel culture, where good people run the risk of being smeared and slandered as bigoted and phobic for speaking facts and truth about the dangers of certain lifestyles and movements that are targeting our kids to groom them and suck them into cult-like deceptions, and where clearly and unapologetically speaking the truth can get you banned and deplatformed, removed from the air, or fired, or even sued, it's rare to find people who've been willing to remain solid and uncompromising over the years, who've remained willing to bring trustworthy and reliable information to us about matters related to key cultural and moral issues within our country and abroad. So when you find such a person, someone who's remained consistent over the years, 
a person who's demonstrated keen insight into the things that impact the culture and the family, that's someone we need to highlight to bring to the attention of people. Well, I'm happy to say we've just such a person to highlight. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Well, join us as we'll have an opportunity to hear from speaker and author Linda Harvey, who's also the voice behind the national daily broadcast of Mission America. We'll hear her personal story, why she decided to launch Mission America, what influences have formed her worldview, and what's it been like coming from a family on the opposite side of the political spectrum. We'll hear how, as an early feminist working within Planned Parenthood, she had her eyes open to the importance of the issue of the sanctity of life, how it's the key issue in sustaining a free and civilized country, and what inevitably happens within a society as it shifts toward devaluing life. And that culture then inevitably moves toward becoming an authoritarian controlled society where freedoms evaporate, especially the freedom of speech. She'll share her concerns over the efforts by anti-family and pro-choice radicals to impact the family, primarily by changing the sexual mores of the culture and by targeting kids' minds and morals. Lastly, she'll discuss how those influences are being used in schools to groom kids, to create sexual confusion in the minds of kids, making them susceptible to mental manipulation and willing to drink the Kool-Aid of the pushers of the trans deception by embracing the myth of gender fluidity and becoming easy targets for predators who would prey upon them. We'll hear from Linda Harvey next on the Predator Watch podcast. Predator Watch finds a brief overview of important stories on the news or issues of concern as they relate to understanding the nature of sexual predators, their characteristics, how their minds operate, their methods of manipulation, and what motivates them. They hide in plain sight, can smell an opportunity a mile away, and count on people not understanding just how dark their hearts are and how intent they are about always producing victims. Stay tuned as John Mueller, a licensed professional counselor with over 25 years of professional experience treating both survivors and sexual predators, shares his insights on this edition of Predator Watch. I am John Mueller, and welcome to Predator Watch Podcast. It's a real privilege for me to have on the program Linda Harvey. Her media ministry is an outgrowth of her Christian faith and a successful career in marketing and, and public relations. And she's a former advertising executive. She managed multi-million dollar advertising campaigns, primarily in the healthcare field. And she was formerly director of marketing communications at Ohio State University Hospitals. In 1995, she founded Mission America, a Christian pro-family organization tracking current cultural issues. Her flagship website, missionamerica.com, has articles on current social issues, She produces a weekly e-newsletter that's sent out to a national audience and has an Ohio-wide radio show on the Salem Network in Columbus, Ohio on 880 AM WRFD. She's a regular contributor 
to conservative news sites and is frequently interviewed by both secular and Christian uh, news outlets. And she's a frequent columnist for the news site WorldNet Daily, WND.com, and the author of uh, two Christian books, Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality, and the other is Not My Child, Contemporary Paganism and the New Spirituality. In addition to all that, she speaks at conferences, and she was a media representative at the United Nations Conference. She's spoken to Tea Party groups and has testified on social issues before legislative committees, both nationally and in Ohio, with the Ohio Pro-Family Forum. Linda holds a BA in English from Miami University, Oxford, Ohio, and has done graduate work at Miami, Ohio State University and Trinity Lutheran Seminary. And she's a wife, mother, and grandmother, and lives in the Columbus, Ohio area. Linda, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, John. Uh, Your bio is way longer than that, so it's an honor to be with you. Well, it's long overdue on my part, so I'm very, very appreciative of the opportunity to have you on. You have been doing a yeoman's work for so many years and on your site. As a matter of fact, um, again, your website is missionamerica.com. Yes. And you have a radio broadcast that you were kind enough to have me on a couple of times. Tell the, uh, the viewers about that. It's uh, the word Columbus.com. You can go there. It's a, a Salem Network station, uh, WRFD here in Columbus, 880 AM. Uh, so it's live streaming. It's, uh, there's also an FM. So the FM is uh, the Columbus area. The AM goes all over Ohio. So I'm on, on 1, 1 to 1.30 on Saturdays, and I have a four-minute commentary Monday through Friday at 1020 AM. How did you decide to launch Mission America? And uh, tell us tell us the story. Well, it's a long story. I'll try to shorten it. But I, uh, in my adulthood, uh, early adulthood, I was a social liberal and uh, grew up in a home where we went to the Episcopal Church, which, as you and most of your viewers will probably know, um, was even then leaning toward being progressive, but certainly didn't do much in the way of discipling people in uh, biblical uh, biblical uh, values and in actually taking the Bible as a credible source. Uh, it, it was a mainline denomination. And before that, I had been to a Baptist church with my grandmother a few times when I visited her. And uh, but I went away from all that in my early adulthood, and even at one point was a volunteer for Planned Parenthood, if you can do I know. So uh, it was a short time. I was a, um, I was a uh, person who oriented new clients, and many of them were 14 and 15 years old, which just breaks my heart when I think back on that. But I was in my 20s, um, oriented new clients to contraceptive methods, and later on, uh, I looked back on that when I had children, and I thought, what was I thinking? Um, but, you know, I was, again, I had uh, come up through the, you know, the revolution, sexual revolution in the 60s and was influenced by all of that. My parents were Democrats, and uh, nobody was too wild uh, left-wing and out there, but we were, you know, solid Democrats. And 
you know, once I got into college, I went away from a faith, uh, any kind of a faith base, and it took having children and a number of other issues going on in my life and attending um, a Lutheran seminary for me to make the decision. I had, before I went to the seminary for a master's degree, I, uh, uh, I had already made the decision that I was a believer in Jesus Christ, and I believed the Bible, and that was a big change, a huge worldview change. And um, then I made the decision to go to the seminary, and that was the final uh, I guess the final linchpin in opening my eyes to where America was going. First of all, if you change the Christian church and they were big time changing um, from homosexuality to feminism to, um, you know, basically discarding the Bible completely, you know, once you change that, you've changed America. And that was where I decided, you know, my background is in advertising and PR. I have to do something here. And so that's when we launched Mission America. Well, your story is exciting uh, to me in this sense that you've come by this honestly, right? You you have seen the other side. You lived it in a way, uh, but you understand uh, how the other side thinks. And not not that you started out conservative or have always been conservative and then studied to try to figure out how the other um, worldview uh, thinks, so to speak, or sees the world, but you were there. And so uh, that makes it deeply rooted. I've thought about that before, and I would never denigrate anyone who was blessed enough to be brought up in a Christian home, a believing home. And uh, because if you do, don't do that in your early uh, adulthood, you, you go down some roads that you later you know, wish you had not, or take up some ideas and some ideology that you wish you had not. Um, So I would never denigrate anyone because those folks end up with such a solid foundation um, family that backs you all the time in what you do and many other um, firm foundations. But I do see what what you're saying in that having been there, I know exactly how these people think. I mean, and I know that progressive ideas do not work. Ultimately, you are unhappy and you don't even know why. Because what happens is you, uh, I was at that point where I had discarded even considering Christian conservatism. And it took my heart to change uh, over a period of time and and for me to think, oh boy, wait a minute. I think, uh uh-oh, I think I believe this stuff. And then going, wait, no, 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 I, 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 it's too threatening. I, I can't go there. And coming back again and saying, I think I do believe this. And we're going to pause right there for segment one. If you'd like to know more about John Euler, go to SurvivorSupport.net. And also he's the host of the Predator Watch podcast videos on YouTube. So stay with us. We'll be right back following these messages. 
friends, I just want to encourage you when we're spending more time at home to make it a time for family, for reconnecting, for spending more time in the Word. We can all use so much more of that. And just remember that God is always with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And just remember that He told us, be not afraid. He is our ever-present help in time of trouble. Let's think of this as a time to cement with our children the principles of the Lord Jesus, that we are to turn to Him and read and believe His Word, even in dark times, even in times of great stress. Just remember that with God, all things are still possible. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And if you were just tuning in, you are listening to the audio from a video interview of me, Linda Harvey, by John Euler, who's the host of Predator Watch. Go to missionamerica.com to see the whole amazing video. He put in a lot of great visuals and news clips. So let's continue. I was at that point where I had discarded even considering Christian conservatism. And it took my heart to change uh, over a period of time and and for me to think, oh boy, wait a minute, I think, uh uh-oh, I think I believe this stuff. And then going, wait, no, 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 it's too threatening. I, I can't go there. And coming back again and saying, I think I do believe this. I'll trust this and see where it goes. But I told her, you know, that, um, you know, the issue is that, you know, you're, you're in that, that lifestyle and, uh, or in, in that um, ideology of being a liberal. Then you change to conservatism. And she said to me, so is everything you do now based on your Christian faith? Is that how you present um, abstinence-based sex education and uh, opposition to the LGBTQ agenda and opposition to abortion? And I said, no, the difference is now... I can argue it from the secular standpoint, and lots of other people can too. I'm not alone in this. I'm sure you could as well. But I could argue it from a religious standpoint. I can argue it from a, um, a just a Judeo-Christian influence, Western civilization standpoint, or from a totally public health, social science, and secular standpoint, because now I have opened my eyes enough to look at other pieces of information that I, before, I never considered. And it all the dots are all connected. Um, And so you see, yes, this is why progressive values don't work. They limit their knowledge. They limit uh, what they will consider. They're very, very rigid. And I was in that, in that camp, very rigid. It's like, Oh no, we can't go there. We can't go there. You see that happening in our culture right now where the media has certain things they absolutely will not report on. And you know that the top editors have said, no, we aren't going to go there, whether it's a presidential candidate and accomplishments by that presidential, uh, that president, uh, or whether it's um, the hundreds of thousands of people who descend on the March for Life in Washington in January, and it gets buried on page 12, but, uh, you know, 10,000 people show up for a far left, far, you know, far left women's march, and it's front page news for weeks, I mean, that kind of stuff. There's just certain things they won't go uh, go toward. And we 
it is up to us then, and this is why Mission America and why you're doing what you do, to have an alternative, to present the alternative media to um, these folks and, and an alternative viewpoint. But it's interesting that your story speaks of the fact that ultimately this is not a matter of the head. It's a matter of the heart. And only the Lord can change someone's heart. Exactly. There are so many people in my family, for instance, my extended family who do not agree with what I do. They love me and I love them, um, but they are they are firmly in the other camp. And I love these people. I know they're good. They are trying to be good people and they think they're doing the right thing. But we can't have a conversation because um, it starts being peppered with, you know, snippets of of uh, pot shots, you know, they things they've learned from the other side because they will not let themselves go there. They, they, it's like everybody's chosen their camp, you know, or the, the progressives have certainly chosen a camp and the camp they've chosen is, is bounded by walls. These people are in the prison of those ideas and they will not let themselves go outside that because to do so means that, the, what, some person that they admire um, won't uh, won't admire them back. They're they're in a, a prison of the fear of what other people think of them. Yeah, that's really what it, it boils down to, and it's really really sad. But um, my prayer is that the hearts of these folks would change, and my prayer is for the people that I write about who are my ideological opponents, and I'm sure you're the same way that their hearts would change. I mean, I will, you know in a very determined way, express all of my outrage about the corruption of children, um, the sexual corruption of children, the, um, uh, the, the slaughter of unborn children in, uh, through abortion. And yet I know many, many post-abortive people, women and men, and um, you know, many of them have repented and God is always there to offer repentance. I know many ex-homosexuals. I know many ex-transgenders. And God is there for anyone who wants to change. And so I try to, you know, offer that alternative as much as I can, even while I'm very stern about what I believe and what needs to happen in this country, and especially the protection of children. This is the part that that, that our culture has forgotten. And you're on, on top of that all over the place. But it's not all about people over age 18 deciding, you know, whether we uh, interfere with someone's sex life or not. It is about the formation of new characters and children who are developmentally different when you sexualize them early. And developmentally different can have, have of course, traumatic implications for the person, but traumatic implications for becoming a barbaric culture. And that's what we're seeing. Um, I could talk about this all day, so I'll just dive in here. Yes, uh, back when I was pro-choice, and I always thought of myself as pro-choice and not pro-abortion, um, I, and I was having sex before marriage. Um, I lived openly with uh, my ex-husband before we got married, and uh, I've been remarried for 30 years to my wonderful husband now. But, you know, we just thought nothing of this, and... I, I thought I managed all that very well, you know, just like I was taught in my 
volunteer time at Planned Parenthood, the contraceptives and all that. And it's a public health and a social science um, uh, sort of a platform uh, statement now that you really can't recommend better and worse sexual behavior. That has been going on for about 40 years. Nothing else behaves like that. We don't do on, on social health and, and social science and, and public health. We don't deal with that on smoking. We don't deal with that on seatbelts. We don't deal with that on driving. We don't deal with that on drinking. We don't, nothing else. Uh, but sexual behavior, oh, you're just supposed to do what you want and then manage it the best way you can. Condoms, uh, various kinds of other latex, uh, pills, shots. And then if all is, you know, all else fails, abortion. And we're going to wrap it up for part one. We'll continue with part two next week. And as we always say, just remember that with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day. For more information and lots of news and Christian commentary on today's culture, log on to MissionAmerica.com. That's MissionAmerica.com. And be sure to listen to Mission America every Saturday afternoon from 1 to 1.30 here on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, The Word, WRFD. And remember, with God, all things are still possible.